Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Dr. Oz, Agri Lennox, Halle Berry, Trey Songz, Rihanna, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad. Your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at Chic and STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Just tuning in for the very first time, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about what's happening in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment, and be serious about it, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call, tell me what you think. The call in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com thatsentertainment.radio Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto like the high heel shoe. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgives. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 48 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for supporting the show, for being there from the very beginning, and just hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how has everyone been? I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with your family and friends. Uh, this week we kicked off the start of Hanukkah, so all those that celebrate the Jewish faith, happy Hanukkah. 
Uh, we know it's December 1st. We got 24 days before Christmas. Can you believe it? Uh, you know, it's uh, interesting. My husband and I, we went to check out a basketball game last night between the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks, and it was all that. It was so lively and it rowdy, and uh, we went to Brooklyn to watch the game, and uh, there was a lot more Knicks fans there than Brooklyn fans. I mean, it just seemed like way that way because there was a lot of fans cheering on for the Knicks, but the congratulations to the Brooklyn Nets for winning that game. Um, and you, I say all of this because now everybody, everything is opening up. People are going to sporting events. People are going to concerts. And uh, now there's a new variant out, uh, Omicron. And uh, it, uh, they were saying that the South Africa, the South African government, has uh, found the uh, mutation of this variant, uh, saying that uh, it's a lot more deadly than the Delta, a lot more contagious. And then I was reading in the Washington Post today that they said that the Netherlands said that the Omicron, Omicron variant was within their borders a week before South Africa. In other words, they had two passengers fly on a plane from South Africa to the Netherlands, and they sang this like a couple of weeks prior to uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. So... One more thing to worry about You know, here we are trying to get back to normal And, you know, enjoying life again And now, and and we can't do it Because people are not taking their shots Uh, And you know what happens when people don't take the shot The virus mutates And then it becomes a new variant And it's just scary It really is scary Uh, Speaking about uh, concerts uh, BTS was in, it's in L.A. Uh, for their concert over the uh, this past weekend, uh, they, they was, this was their first time going back to a live audience since what two two years ago, um, and when you know we're talking about this, uh, you know checking for you know when you come to these arenas, you're supposed to check for uh, to make sure you are, are vaccinated. You're supposed to have the vaccine cards and everything. Well. Um, the the stadium that BTS is holding their concert is uh, the Sci-Fi Stadium. It's in uh, L.A., and uh, apparently they promised to do better because a lot of fans, a lot of concert goers claimed that, the, that they weren't checking vaccination cards. They weren't being checked. And this is the first night of their show, which was last, what, last Friday, and um, they said that they were supposed to, they're going to do better. They're going to start checking uh, Vax cars, and uh, but apparently they weren't checking them last Sunday for their first concert. Um, people arrived at the Sci-Fi. They caught heat over the, the lack of organization at the Saturday show. Um, the the video that was obtained by TMZ saw that dozens of BTS Army went through security checkpoints easily without any checking. And in addition to the COVID-19 concern, it was reported that the show started late. And one fan claimed that it delayed because the volume of people that were coming in and the lack of organization from Sci-Fi Stadium officials. And one Twitter user um, shared a video of the packed crowds outside the stadium just less than an hour after 
after the concert began. And despite the complaints, you know, BTS and ARMY, they had a good time together on Saturday, last Saturday. Uh, RM, Jungkook, Jimin, Suga, Jen, J-Hope, and V, uh, they delighted the concert goers with their mesmerizing performance as they sang and danced to their songs and with fans chanting from the entire venue. Uh, permission to dance on stage marks BTS again first stadium concert since the coronavirus pandemic. The um, the K-pop group announced the tour in late September, and also the first live concert since the, the band 2019 BTS World Tour Love Yourself Speak Yourself the final, which was held in Seoul, Korea. But aside from the November 27 and 28 days, BTS will hold permission to dance on stage tonight, December 1st, and tomorrow, Thursday, December 2nd, at the same Los Angeles stadium. Um, so, and it's scary because you know still we're still in the pandemic, and even though the rates have been low in certain areas of the con- country, you still got to check. You really got to check because not it's only for the safety of the group that's performing. We don't want BTS to get sick, and I know damn well the Army don't want them to get sick, and they don't want to get sick. So we want to have a good time and enjoy and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, this week on today's show, we're going to be talking about um, Dr. Oz. And, you know, I I have my opinion about Dr. Oz. Apparently he is determined to run for, uh, he's determined to, uh, he announced that he's going to run for a Senate seat in 2022. Apparently uh, the senator from Pennsylvania, uh, Senator Pat Toomey, he's getting ready to retire so that leaves an empty seat. He's a Republican, and uh, Dr. Oz is going to run on the Republican ticket. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, R&B artist Avery Lennox, who just recently did a beautiful performance at the Soul Train Music Awards uh, last week, uh, apparently is in Amsterdam. She was arrested at the airport. And from the latest report, she's still there. Um, apparently, she uh, went off because she said that they that she was being racially profiled, and because she said something about it, they thought she was irate, they thought she was being too emotional, she wouldn't calm down. So they took her into custody, just like that. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, uh, Holly Berry... Uh, Apparently, her Netflix movie Bruise is has reached uh, a lot of people talking about. Um, Holly Berry did a, a fabulous performance. Uh, I mean, she did a fabulous job, rather, directing the movie. Um, she also stars in it, and uh, apparently, this talks about her doing some more upcoming projects for Netflix, and um, also. Uh, uh, my boy Trey Songs, um, you know, as long as I had this show, I was like a fan of Trey Song. Apparently, um, he's being investigated for a sexual assault accusation uh, coming from an incident that happened in Las Vegas. And that's just some of the stories. And uh, congratulations to Rihanna because she was named a national hero of Barbados. And, you know, uh there's no secret to you know we know Rihanna is from Barbados, and she's like the their um, 
she's done so much for for her career and with this beauty line that the she's been named a national hero in her homeland, her her country. So uh, let's get started. Uh, again, um, the doctor is in, and he could determine control of the U.S. Senate. Mehmet Oz, a controversial celebrity heart surgeon, announced that he will run for Pennsylvania open Senate seat in 2022 as a Republican. Uh, Oz wrote in an opinion piece announcing the campaign, and this is what he said. He said, quote, we are angry at our government and at each other. That's why I'm running for the U.S. Senate to help fix the problem and to help us heal, unquote. Oz, who was born in Cleveland, is the son of a heart surgeon who immigrated from Turkey, will vie for the seat being vacated by Senator Pat Toomey, who previously announced his retirement. And although he did not divulge any specific political stance, Oz suggests that he would stress his disagreement with restrictions designed to limit the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, this is what he also said, quote, arrogance, closed-minded people in charge of closed, uh, closed-minded people in charge of closing our park, shuttered our schools, shut down our businesses, and took away our freedom, unquote. Now, Oz praised former President Donald Trump for spearheading the development of vaccines to fight the virus, but did not mention President Biden or his push to convince millions of Trump supporters to get the life-saving shot. The fight for the seat from Battleground, Pennsylvania, could determine if Democrats can cling to control of the now evenly divided Senate after next year midterm elections. With strong name recognition thanks to his prior connection with Oprah Winfrey and his own television show, Oz is poised to become a top contender for the seat. But he would face a tricky Republican primary and a general election against one of several strong Democratic candidates. The daytime TV rating wizard is expected to announce his candidacy officially as early as uh, next Tuesday night. Um, you know, I, you know, the only thing that um, the thing that I I can't understand with the Republican Party and this whole idea that. Uh, we're losing our freedom because they're making us take the shot. You know what? And I always say you haven't lost any freedom. You're able to go out the door, do whatever you want, do whatever you you please. It is your prerogative whether you don't want to take the shot or not. In some countries, they are not having it. Look at China. That was, I think, last year when the, the pandemic, like when it really got to his uh, evil head, there was videos of people uh, who in China, uh, officers who would come to people's houses and literally drag them out, especially if they had the virus, and they they just knew. They, you know, they have a way of tracking people, and uh, they dragged this couple right out of their house. Now, you're talking about freedom. They definitely had no freedom because they were forced out. So we don't have that here in the United States. You know, people saying, oh, we're losing our freedom. They're telling us what to do. And, boy, you haven't lost no kind of freedom. And I hate when they use that argument to uh, justify why uh, you shouldn't take the vaccine or why we shouldn't, you know, help control this virus. Because they politicize it once again instead of looking at the main Focus, which is dealing with a health crisis. Um, 
So good luck to Dr. Oz. Uh, R&B artist Avery Lennox claims she was racially profiled before being arrested at an Amsterdam airport. The incident occurred Monday with Lennox tweeting, F Amsterdam security, they hate black people, unquote. Now, Lennox, she wrote uh, in a subsequent tweet, she said, quote, I'm being arrested in Amsterdam for reacting to a woman racially profiling me. Unquote. Now, officials confirmed to Rudders that Lennox, who was originally from Washington, D.C., was arrested at Amsterdam uh, Shiphole Airport, accusing the singer of being drunk and acting aggressively. Robert von Koppel of Dutch Military Police told the news outlet that they found, uh, this is what they said, um, quote, our unit found a woman full of emotion that wouldn't calm down. That's why she had to be taken into custody. Unquote. Neither Lennox nor police have shared specific claims about what transpired before the singer was arrested. An investigation into whether Lennox made threats during the incident is now taking place, according to Rudders. Authorities haven't said when Lennox will be released from custody. Lennox tweeted during Monday's incident that she wants to go home and she doesn't want to leave her home again. Known for such songs as Shea Butter Baby and Pressure, Lennox is a member of the Dreamville record label founded by rapper J. Cole. Lennox performed Pressure and Unloyal, her collaboration with Summer Walker at the 2021 Soul Train Awards at Harlem's Fame Apollo Theater earlier this month. That is scary. You, if you... Uh, it it feel that you're being not treated right, and you say something about it. That means you can you can be taken away, you can be arrested. I, you know, sometimes you know that makes you wonder: Is it safe to travel to some of these other countries? I mean, just because she felt that she was being racially profiled, and she made you know, but see, we don't know the whole story. We're just going by speculation. We don't know the whole entire story, but I don't feel, why is she arrested? Why is she in custody? How long is she going to be there? You know, all she wanted to do was get on a plane and go home. Now, I don't know what she was doing in Amsterdam. I don't know if she was there on a doing a concert. They never said why she was there. Um, you know, was this happening when she came to Amsterdam or when this was when she was leaving? I think this was when she was uh, leaving. But that that's scary to me. That That's scary. Right now we have 20 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you uh, want to follow us and like us on Facebook, just go to www.facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto14 on Twitter and at T. Jones Gibbs on Instagram. It's a streaming dream for Halle Berry fans. The Oscar winner reached a multi-movie deal with Netflix that will see her star and produce upcoming projects for the platform. Uh, This is what the company announced on Tuesday. Uh, Netflix released Berry's directorial debut, Bruce, last month. 
Barry, who is now 55, also stars in Bruise as a former mixed martial artist who pursues redemption as a fighter and in her personal life. Barry, who won the Best Actress Oscar in 2002 for Monster Ball, is set to star in the upcoming Our Man from Jersey and star in and executive produce The Mothership. Both films will be released by Netflix but are not part of the new deal that Barry reached with the streaming service. Las Vegas police are investigating a sexual assault accusation against singer Trey Songz. Cops say they received a report Sunday about an assault at a hotel on the Las Vegas Strip. The bottom-up artist is cooperating with police and has not been charged with a crime. No details of the report assault or the investigation have been released. Trey Song, whose legal name is Tremaine Neverson, was reportedly in Vegas to celebrate his 37th birthday on Sunday. He's been accused of sexual assault multiple times before. Uh, in 2012, former Staten Island nurse Donna McIntosh Eno said that Song gave her a black eye by throwing a stack of cash at her face. The case was settled out of court. In 2018, a Los Angeles woman said Song punched her and choked her at a house party, but she dropped the suit the next year. I don't know what is going on with Trey Songz. You know, Trey Songz was one of those singers. He, you didn't hear too much about him. He's a, uh, he's from Virginia, and um, he put out great music. He's like a, you know, really good. Uh, he, he, he's like, uh, he's one of those R and B singers that he always have hits. He does a lot of collaborations. He just has a great sound. And then recently he just started doing things. Like all of a sudden he went from a good, someone you never heard about, I mean never hear anything about, no scandal, nothing, until all of a sudden things like this. So I don't know what's going on. Trey Songz used to be one of the, you know, those celebrities that kept a low profile, you didn't hear too much. And then just in recent years he's just doing too much. So let's see what happens. Um, Rihanna, my girl Riri, what can I say about my girl? Well, you know what? The pop superstar was named a national hero of Barbados as the island becomes a republic at midnight as Monday turned into Tuesday. Uh, Prime Minister Mia Motley told Rihanna with a laugh, referring one of the singer's hit songs, Quote, may you continue to shine like a diamond, unquote. The 33-year-old Rihanna, whose full name is Robin Rihanna Fenty, was born in St. Michael, Barbados. She is the 11th national hero to be named in Barbados. She received the honor at Hero Square in Bridgetown during the inauguration ceremony for Sandra Mason, who becomes the first president of Barbados as the island cut ties with the United Kingdom. Rihanna was previously named as ambassador for Barbados in 2018. The nine-time Grammy winner is known for such songs as Umbrella, Don't Stop the Music, We Found Love, Take a Bow, and This Is What You Came For. She's also known for her wildly popular Fenty Beauty Line. Alec Baldwin will tell his side the accidental shooting on the set of Rust that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins in a new interview with George Stephanopoulos. The 70, I'm sorry, the 63-year-old actor who fired the fatal shot that also wounded director Joel Souza has recorded an hour-long sit-down 
the that they're supposed to air this Thursday, actually tomorrow on ABC. ABC announced this today. Uh, the interview is Baldwin's first since the October 21st shooting in Santa Fe, New Mexico, although the 30 Rock alum had made several public comments denying all responsibility and expressing sympathy for Hutchins' family. Local authorities are digging into how live ammo ended up in the prop gun. Late Wednesday, a search warrant obtained by the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office revealed that the Reed, the father of Russ Armorer, uh, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, told previous told previous told police that he had been um, working on another project with fellow Armorer, Armorer uh, Seth Kenny early this year, and that he had brought about 300 live rounds to that set. Uh, when Reed asked for the ammunition, uh, the ammunition bag, uh, Kenny told him to write it off. Now, Reed believed that Kenny may have brought those extra rounds to the set of Russ after the shooting. Baldwin called for police officers to be on the set with guns to monitor the weapons. The interview will air this Thursday tomorrow on ABC at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And at least three families of the Astro World Festival victims have now rejected Travis Scott's offer to cover funeral expenses. Attorney for both John Hilgard and Daniel Baig family confirmed to TMZ that they won't accept money from the rapper after the deadly crowd surge at his concert in Houston last month. Uh, Baig, who's 27, and Hilgard, 14, were among the, were among the 10 people who died after being at the chaotic scene at NRG Park. The attorney for for Baig, I think it's Baig or Bag, said that Scott offered to pay 7,500 for the funeral. It's unclear how much Scott offered the Hilgard family. The rejection was made public after the family of nine-year-old Isra Blout said that said that they are turning down the rapper's offer to cover the expense for his funeral. Dozens of people were injured during the crowd surge at Astroland on November, Astroworld, sorry, on November 5th, which occurred during Scott's headline performance. Uh, the second day of the two-day event was canceled following the mayhem. Now, Scott, who is from Houston, has vowed to refund the 50,000 people who attended the festival. He is named in multiple lawsuits involving the Astroworld tragedy. The 30-year-old rapper, known for songs such as Sicko Mode and Goosebumps, said a day after the crowd surged that he was absolutely devastated. Scott said at the time, quote, my prayers go out to the family and all those impacted by what happened at Astroworld. World Festival. Right now we uh, have uh, 28 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, we now know who's going to be uh, hosting the 2022 Grammy Awards, and we also know who's going to be hosting this year's New Year's Eve, and also uh Steve Harvey is heading to court again, but not as a defendant. And a fan-favorite Hollywood couple has broken up. And uh, a week after becoming the first-time parents together, singer Aaron Carter and his fiancée, Melody Martin, has split up. And Jennifer Aniston is getting ready to return to television for an iconic series reboot. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. 
we got 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was from Grammy Award winning Her featuring Little Baby and Little Dirk in Final Way Remix. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you we now found, find, we've just got the news that uh, Trevor Noah is heading back to the Grammys. The Daily uh, Show comedian will host the 2022 Music Awards show. Uh, CBS announced today, actually, following his starring role at the ceremony earlier this year. Um, the 2021 show was an uh, odd ceremony due to the COVID restriction with just performers and nominees in the building. It's unclear how the upcoming awards will be presented. John Baptiste, the late show with Stephen Colbert, band leader, leads the pack with 11 nominations, while Justin Bieber, Her, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, and Olivia Rodrigo and BTS will clean up behind him. The 63rd Grammy Awards will air live from the Staples Center in Los Angeles on January 31st from 8 to 11.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. For this New Year's Eve, audience should expect to pose and level up all over again. Billy Porter and Sierra have been announced to return as co-hosts for the Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' E with Ryan Seacrest 2022 on the big night. Fresh off the release of his best-selling memoir, Porter will co-host from New Orleans ushering in the Central Time Zone countdown. The Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award winning Pose star previously co-hosted from Times Square last year and from New Orleans in 2019. The uh, Sierra will uh, return to co-host from Los Angeles for the fifth year. The Grammy Award-winning, multi-platinum-selling, level-up singer will be joined at the party by history-making club quarantine DJ D-Nice spinning the turntables. Koshi will join Seacrest for the festival live in New York City Times Square. The rising Internet personality previously served as a correspondent in 2019. Seacrest has hosted the annual top-rated live broadcast since 2005, and this year marks the 50th anniversary of Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' E, which will air December 31st at 8 p.m. on ABC. Steve Hardy is heading to court again, but not as a defendant. The Emmy Award-winning funny man will be the one banging the gavel as he presides over the courtroom in the upcoming show, Judge Steve Harvey. The unscripted legal comedy series will premiere January 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ABC. Harvey said in the teaser for the one-hour show, which will be which will co-produce which will co-produce with uh, Walt Disney Television. He said, quote, it's always good to come to court when you can't lose, unquote. The original Kings of Comedy star who also hosts Celebrity Family Feud, which airs on ABC, and the hit syndicated daytime show Family Feud would stand out with his latest television foray. Daytime television is typically littered with other courtroom series. Judge Steve Harvey is the only one set to air on broadcast network prime time. A multiple best-selling author, the 64-year-old comic hosts nationally syndicated radio show, the Steve Harvey Morning Show on WBLS-FM in New York City, and also hosts the Facebook Power Talk Show, Steve on Watch, which drops throughout the week on the social media platform. A fan-favorite Hollywood couple has broken up. That's right, Tiffany Haddish and Common split due to their busy schedule. 
and this is according to People magazine. A source told the magazine they are never in the same city together, and both of them are just too busy for a serious relationship. The entertainers began dating last year after meeting on the set of The Kitchen, a drama film that premiered in 2019. Haddish confirmed she was dating Common during an August 2020 appearance on Steve-O's Wild Ride podcast. Neither Haddish nor Common had publicly commented on the re- reported breakup. Haddish has starred in multiple movies this year, including Here's Today, alongside Billy Crystal, and The Card Counter with Oscar Isaac. Common, meanwhile, is an actor and a three-time Grammy-winning rapper. He won an Oscar for Best Original Song in 2015 as a co-writer of Glory, which was featured in Selma, a historical drama starring David Aiello as Martin Luther King Jr. His movie career included roles in Selma, American Gangster, Terminator, Salvation, and John Wick Chapter 2. A week after becoming first-time parents together, singer Aaron Carter and fiance Melanie Martin has split up. Carter announced a breakup Tuesday morning, posting about what he called a devastating betrayal. Apparently, Martin has been in contact with his twin sister, Angel, against his wishes. He said he had expressly told Martin that the two were estranged and that he did not want Martin contacting that branch of his family. The couple had been together for nearly two years, and Martin had just given birth to their son, Prince, last week after a 13-hour labor in the cesarean section. But they have had their tribulations, uh, with Carter having Martin arrested last year for allegedly choking him. He has also clashed with his older brother and Backstreet Boys member, Nick Carter, who revealed last year that he and Angel have gotten restraining orders against the How I Beat Shaq singer, citing him as a potential threat. Wow. And Jennifer Aniston is returning to television for an iconic series reboot, but it won't be the popular 1990s sitcom that made her and her hairstyle a household name. The Friends star will join other A-listers for the third installment of Jimmy Kimmel and Norman Lear's Emmy Award winning Live in Front of a Studio Audience. The special is, event is going to air December 7 on ABC with featured reenactments of episodes from the popular 1980s sitcom The Facts of Life. Joining the previous announced Anne Dodd as uh, Mrs. Garrett will be Aniston as Blair, Gabrielle Union, Union as Tootie, and Catherine Hahn as Joe, and Allison Tolman as Natalie as the beloved Eastland School's students who charm primetime TV audiences from 1979 through most of the next decade. Aaron for nine seasons on NBC, The Facts of Life was an original spinoff of Different Stroke that told the story of a woman who left her Park Avenue housekeeping position to become the house mother of a dormitory at an upstate New York private all-girls school. The role of the wealthy and self-centered teenager uh, Blair was originated by Lisa Welchel, on the series, uh, Aniston, who is 52, currently stars on the acclaimed Apple TV Plus drama series, The Morning Show. Live in front of a studio audience will also feature reenactment of Different Strokes, the show that introduced Mrs. Garrett, with cast members uh, Dodd, James Lithgow, and Kevin Hart and David Wayans. Wow. And nominated for three Emmy Awards and taking home the prize for Outstanding Variety Special, live in front of a studio audience reached a total viewership of $23.5 million, and that's according to the network. 
ABC first installment of the special, which, uh, which revived uh, episodes of The Jefferson and All in the Family, starring Jamie Foxx, Wanda Sykes, Woody Harrelson, and Marissa Tomei in 2019. The next year, a revival of Good Time featuring uh, Viola Davis, Tiffany Haddish, and Jay Farrell. Also produced by Will Farrell, Justin Theroux, Carrie Washington, James Burrow, Brett Miller, and Eric Cook, live in front of a studio audience, took home two more Emmy Awards in 2020. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Adele is saying hello to a Las Vegas residency. The 15-time Grammy winner is set to perform two concerts nearly every weekend between January 21st and April 16th at the Caesar Palace Hotel. Uh, that's what organizers announced yesterday on Tuesday. Adele tweeted, quote, see you at Caesars in Vegas. The run of the concert, which is officially titled Weekends with Adele, marked the first Vegas residency for the singer. The announcement comes on the heels of Adele's fourth album, 30, which came out earlier this month and jumped to the top of the Billboard Hot 200 charts in the United States. Her song, Easy On Me, meanwhile topped the singles chart. Each of Adele's shows in the 2022 residencies are scheduled to take place on a Friday or Saturday. She will perform during all but one weekend during that stretch. Van Morrison will instead play three shows at the same venue from February 18th to the 20th. Adele is the latest big-name star to headline a residency in Sin City with other notable artists including Celine Dion, Britney Spears, and Mariah Carey. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. Trying to get noticed, man. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Look, how many blind is that they boss is better? They 
I really gotta go in Japan. I'm really talking, but it really can apply to whoever my friend a freak. It'll go out there to a new. Big bank, take little banks, add it up. Take a shot, but they ain't in my caliber book. But I squeeze a little head in my calendar. Looking in the mirror like, damn, I'm bragging up. LB's, double C's, Perkins, I'm working. My chain ain't hitting if a bitch ain't hurting. Look, I ain't even finna argue with a bitch. One thing, I know two things for certain. None of these saying shit to my face. And none of these finna see me at the bank. And I'ma keep talking all the shit I want. Now, damn, when these come tell me I can't. Hey, we ain't even speaking if a bitch ain't spinning. He can never say that I was one his women. I don't even let him know I stay. I'll be damned if you think you popping up on this pimp. Hands on my knees, shaking up on my thigh shot. Hands on my knees, shaking up on my thigh shot. Hands on my knees, shaking up on my thigh shot. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees. Hands on my knees, shaking up on my thigh shot. Hands on my knees, shaking up on my thigh shot. Hands on my knees, shaking up on my thigh shot. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees. Yeah, that was my girl Megan the Stallion and thought shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of my girl Megan, she uh, had scrapped her schedule for a Houston concert in the wake of the Astro World tragedy. Uh, the the female MC announced that she has canceled her show in the city. The 26-year-old Fimsy, whose real name is Megan Javon Ruth Pete, made the announcement via a statement. She said, quote, out of respect for the lives lost in Houston earlier this month, I have decided to cancel my show at 713 Music Hall on December 3rd. And uh, that's how she began her message. Um, she said that Houston is still healing, and it's important that our community be given the appropriate time to grieve. She also said, quote, my heart goes out to all the families that are suffering during this difficult time. Megan first announced the Houston concert early this month as she celebrated her uh, graduation from Texas Southern University. Congrats, uh, Megan. And, uh, you know, and she said that, you know, she just wanted to just pay respect. And and also, Megan was on, uh, she made a surprise appearance at the BTS concert this weekend. You know, she's also part of the remix of their hit uh, Grammy-nominated song, Butter. So she came and um, made an appearance at the concert on uh, Sunday night. But, you know, I was looking at some of the video footage, and I didn't understand why. I guess because BTS had to do their dance number, but she was in the back. Um, she was on the backstage, and they were in the front stage. So she did her rap version in the back, and then she finally came forward and joined the the guys. But I thought that was. I, th- I would thought think she would come up there up front and then do her or uh, her rap version. But I don't know. I just thought that was a little odd. But. Um, yeah, so she's looking out. Uh, she yeah, she's canceled her um, show uh, in respect for what had happened there in uh, uh, Astroland. Uh, also, uh, the there's another. Speaking of another a rapper, um, ra- rapper Asian Doll. She was unapologetic on Monday after being accused of cultural appropriation for touting her upcoming Bollywood-themed birthday bash. Dallas-born Masharan Jermisha Allen, the rapper's given name, 
does not have South Asian heritage, and when she announced her shindig details on Twitter and Instagram Sunday with a flyer that set to uh, 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 Arabic music, the Internet just clapped back. The party, which was just had dubbed uh, Asian Doll Escape to India, mandates Indian attire, and her since-deactivated Instagram account sported a full array of inspirational photos. While Asia Doll didn't apologize, uh, she did tweak. She uh, She's tweeting another party announcement on Monday with different background music, but she also tweeted that she didn't care what people said and would do what she wants with no apologies. You know, this whole culture appropriation thing, um, you know what, people have been doing this for years, and it's like now all of a sudden people have an issue with it. And I think I told you guys this before. Um, there was a movie back in the late 70s with a actress model named Bo Derek, and it was called Ten. And in the movie, there's a scene of her running on the beach in slow motion in a one-piece bikini bathing suit with her hair in cornrows. And I mean cornrows with, and with the beads and everything. Now, that was some serious cultural appropriation. And the African-American community, uh, African community could have said something. About it, but we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, it was, it was no big deal. She was doing a part for a movie. She was in the Caribbean. I think she, that, that's what the setting was. I never really watched that movie. But, you know, this happened all the time. But all of a sudden, everybody has a problem with me wearing a, you know, uh, an attire from India or Asia or, you know, or, uh, I don't know, it's, and people just have an issue with that. And it's all, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, this whole cultural appropriation thing is just getting, I don't know, in my opinion, just a little out of hand. And I, I just, it's, cultural appropriation been happening for years, for decades. And now all of a sudden everybody has an issue with it. Um, actress Arlene Dahl, who wowed in theaters and in, on small screens as a glamorous actress in the 1950s, has died. She was 96. Her son, actor Lorenzo Lamas, posed, uh, no, he posted notice of her death in New York on Monday. Dahl arrived in Hollywood in 1946 after a stunt as a model and in theaters starring in numerous movies, including Journey to the Center of the Earth, A Southern Yankee, Scenes of the Crime, and Jamaica Run, where she met Fernando Lamas, Lorenzo's father, father of, and one of her six husbands. While acting during the 1950s, she found time to establish Arlene Dahl's enterprises, selling lingerie and cosmetics, and write a beauty column. Dahl was also known for soap opera roles in One Life to Live and All My Children, and she guest starred on Love American Style, Fancy Island, and The Love Boat. She and current husband Mark Rosen had a had a weekend retreat in the Hudson Valley, which was on the market this past summer for about $5 million. Um, Aside from her husband Rosen and her son um, Lamas, uh, Dole is survived by two other children, plus many grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Shannon Tatum is preparing to take it all off again. The 41-year-old actor will reprise his role as stripper Mike Lane for the third Magic Mike movie. This was announced on Monday. Uh, 
Reed Carolyn, who penned the script play for the first two Magic Mike films, is returning to write, and uh, Steven Soderbergh will be in the director's chair. No plot has been revealed for the third flick, but the original premise was loosely based on Tatum's own experience as a stripper in Florida before he made it to Hollywood. The first two movies earned almost $300 million at the global box office and has been spun off into a live stage show playing in Las Vegas, London, Berlin, and Australia. Magic Mike Late Dance will air exclusively on HBO Max. And speaking of HBO Max, it's also set to roll out an unscripted competition series called Finding Magic Mike next month. Ten regular guys who have lost their magic are put through the paces of a Magic Mike live boot camp, bearing their soul and more, as they learn to perform sexy and daring dance routine with one being crowned the real Magic Mike. So uh, get ready for that. Right now we have uh, four minutes left remaining in the show. I want to thank everybody who's tuned in and been a part of the show and enjoyed listening to the show. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. Uh, you've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Make sure you check us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S. G-I-B-B-S. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Make sure you tune in next time. Make sure you take care and uh, enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.